Welcome, beautiful souls. I'm your guide, Kato. I am a wild woman, spiritual teacher, and evolutionary astrologer. This is where I share my astrological wisdom, spiritual insights, and embodiment practices so you can live a more fulfilled life. I am here to usher you into your highest self and expand your consciousness. Welcome to As Above, So Below. Hello, beautiful goddess woman. Hello, good evening from Hawaii. Hi, you look amazing. I feel like I'm on a date with you right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just came from dinner. You look fantastic too. I can't believe it's been, what, six, six months, seven months since I saw you, even longer. I think it's like almost a year even. Wow, oh my gosh, time has gone by so fast. Yes, so we met last year in Cape Town and it was actually because of my mom and I'll tell you why. So um, my mom saw on your Instagram, she's like such a big fan of you. She loves your content and she just messaged me and she was like, oh my God, Chelsea's coming to South Africa. Like, how cool is that? Like, and my mom was like, why don't you hang out with her? <laughs> and I was like, mom, mom, you're so cute. Yeah, exactly. And then I just literally just like reached out to you on Instagram and I was like, hey, I really love your vibe. Like, would you be to hang out and you were like yeah I'm stoked like like let's do it and then I think we went to Clifton which is like my favorite place in the whole of Cape Town and yeah that was really like how we met I think right yeah and that was gosh I think a I don't usually meet up with people I'm kind of an introvert and so for me it was like a really spontaneous decision where you reached out and I was like yeah this this one looks really cool. I like, I, I liked what you were about. And so, yeah, we did that. And then I think we were in such deep talks that then you came over, we had dinner, we were like the whole, the whole night just extended into a, right. a long hangout. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. We, we were like sitting in a jacuzzi and we were talking about Tantra. <laughs> that's right. Oh my gosh. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And you were telling me all about, uh, yeah, Tantra practices and yeah, that we went. I love that though. And now I get to connect on that again. So I'm super excited for this conversation and we've never had the chance to cross paths again. So now we're doing so digitally, you know? I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I feel so honored to sit in this space with you and to share a bit more about mm. astrology and about who you are as a person, about your personal growth journey. Um, so I would love to introduce you to my audience. So I yes. see you as a female entrepreneur, as an artist, uh, as a photographer, but also as an acro, acro yoga teacher. Uh, is there anything else that you want to add to that description? Oh, yeah. no, I think you did a pretty good job. I'd say yeah, I'm just a movement enthusiast in general and try to be eco-conscious in the way that I move through this world and a lot of what I share on my social media, which is my main, you know, way that I connect and build community is just things that I want to be really, is that my, could you hear that? Oh my gosh. No? Okay. <laughs> so, sorry, I had notifications. Naughty, naughty, uh, text messages not naughty text messages oh my gosh <laughs> just, I just, I just, <laughs> did someone just send you a dick pic I'm so red now I'm so red now <laughs> no, just like, I don't know I just meant their text oh holy moly so funny anyways um yeah I really love to create community online and then I also love 
just kind of empowering people to feel like any dream that they want to go after, like any little thing it is that they want to do. I want to be like a spark or an invitation into that where they're like, oh, maybe this thing is possible for me too. And that's just mm. been a really fun part of my journey to start to lean into recently. Yeah, I can see that. Like when I look at your Instagram and your page and like how you put yourself out there, I think it's like so inspiring. And I really see like your Sagittarius energy, which is like like the big traveler, the philosopher, you know, you're also a little bit into spirituality. You're so open-minded, like always keen to go on adventures. It's like this big warrior energy in you as well, like with your Mars and Aries and like you're very sporty and love like the outdoors and like hiking and like it, it's just very, very inspiring and uplifting as well. Like when I look at you, I don't feel jealousy, but I feel like, wow, what this woman is doing, like I also want that. And like what you're doing, you're kind of giving me this idea that like it's also possible for other people to do this and to live this lifestyle and to be adventurous and to be courageous I love that I love that that sounds so spot on and I actually don't know a whole lot about astrology and so I'm that's like one aspect that I'm really curious to dive into today just because you're like oh yeah your Mars is in this and I'm like oh just oh that's that sounds like me I I love that so um yeah, I love that. And I always want people to, like you said, to feel super invited into like their highest, most courageous self versus in a state of like comparison or in a, in a sense, like feeling less than having been in my presence or been on my page. Mm, no, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So, so let's talk astrology. Like, you know, I am very passionate about astrology. I work as an astrologer yeah. and um, I'm actually mostly like passionate about evolutionary astrology. So that really looks at like where you come from, from past lifetimes and where you're headed towards in this lifetime. You know, what is your dharma? Like, why have you been put back on this earth? You know, why have you been reincarnated? And I'm so just like so interested in all of this because I love to go deep. Right. And I know you love this as well so like when I look at urinatal charts I just want to like uh, take out the highlights but you've got like a lot of energy in the Sag uh, which I touched on just now so like the very adventurous spirit the truth seeker the philosopher uh, and all of that and you've got like your moon in Capricorn so that was the first thing that I noticed when I looked at your chart, because I also okay. have my moon in Capricorn. I don't know if you remember, but we've spoken about this last year very briefly. But so the moon talks about uh, your emotions and your internal world, right? It's your subconscious. It's like how you process your emotions. Like you need to nurture your moon on a daily basis in order to feel well, mm -hmm. like in order to feel good about yourself. It is kind of like your key to happiness, right? Like how you find emotional fulfillment. So I can imagine if you feel bad that like you will want to start working or like you want to be productive, you want to be practical, mm -hmm. you want to make shit happen. <laughs> but it also can mean that you can be like very hard on yourself. You know, you can be very critical and hard and like it needs to be perfect, like it needs to be better. And you can really like push yourself. But you're also here feel, to like... I feel a little bit naked right now. Oh yes. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this is only the beginning, baby. <laughs> Yes, but does it resonate? Yeah, I mean, I think th those are some of like the biggest pain points and things that I've struggled with in, especially in this journey and like a, being on a creative journey um, is that I always feel like I need to be productive and I'm always questioning like, am I doing enough? Am I showing up hard enough? Like, no, I can do this better. I can make it perfect. I like 
it's just like this standard that kind of never ends. And I, I set pretty like high expectations for myself. I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've developed more compassion and more understanding, I think on becoming more self-aware, becoming part of like on the spiritual journey. So I'm not quite as like, you know, hard, like maybe not as hard as I was once on myself, but mm-hmm. I I just laughed so hard when you said all these things because my friend that I was just with this whole last week, he has this thing where he looks at me, he's like, be nice to Chelsea. <laughs> and because I'll be saying these things and like, no, 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 I can do it better. I can do that. And there is this tendency in me to want to be like, just really like, I feel anxious when I'm not productive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's been learning how to navigate that and how to sit with that in a healthy way. And what does stillness look like for me? And what does like not being productive in, in the sense of do, 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 do constantly? Um, and how can I see rest time as productive? How can I see sex as productive? How can I see washing dishes? How can I see like every aspect of my humanity uh, from sitting on the couch to, you know, going after my dream job as all part of that productivity? Mm, I love that. And I resonate a lot with that because I also have this placement and it's also a struggle in my life. It's like this big achiever energy, right? And it's all about balancing that masculine and feminine energy within us and also in our business, right? So what helped for me was really learning about these different dynamics and like what it means to be more in my feminine, like you say, like self-pleasuring and like dancing and yoga, whereas like meditation is more like a masculine practice and like being very structured and making your to-do list and like showing up and like, like with a lot of clarity and, you know, so balancing out these energies like was very valuable to me. But I also just wanted to ask you, like, why do you think you've got like this big, achiever energy inside you like what limiting belief is lying underneath that the the first one that comes up is or I guess the most obvious that one that comes up is that achiever energy coming from a place of kind of not being good enough or not being worthy almost even not being worthy of the good things that come my way and having to like do more and more and more to earn that. Um, So I think that's been one that I feel somewhat consistently is like that there was this guilt associated with anything that I received in life, whether that was like even just receiving something from a partner or a friend, time, energy, whatever it was, there was this like inherent fear around that, that it was like, it has to be reciprocal. I have to like give back or have to do more to kind of earn whatever it is that I'm given. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I feel like that's a little bit of where it came from or maybe where it comes from, but I don't really know at the end of the day too. You know, I did, I did therapy all last year because I was in like a really Mm -hmm. like just confused, very like, yeah, just like a very low space for me. And 
Did you feel disconnected from yourself? Felt really disconnected from myself. Felt really for the first time super low energy. Like I'm such like oh, I just like love doing stuff. I love being outside and yeah, I could I really just kind of started to not care about working out. Start didn't care about going outside or it just was like this heavy, heavy, heaviness that I felt. Um, and I've never been there before. So it really was a little bit scary for me to feel yeah. so uh, like at odds with my, with how I normally feel being in like, in my own mind, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Yeah. Well, the moon in Capricorn also sometimes struggles a little bit with depression, you know, with like those mm-hmm. heavy feelings, like it feels a bit like a burden, whereas your Sagittarius energy is like very optimistic and out and about, like, oh, it's like ready to like go on an adventure and to party and whatever. Um, so like having those two opposite energies inside you, it's like really important to just find harmony between those two, you know, like not judging it, but really like embracing it and having self-compassion and understanding that this is also a part of us. And I think it's really beautiful that you said that you went into therapy because there's, I feel like there's still like a big stigma around going to therapy that there's like that people think like, oh, there must be something wrong with you. And then I'm like, no, actually, I, I am seeing someone who helps me to become a better version of myself and to give me a better understanding of who I am and how I operate so I can show up in a different way. And yeah, I'm really doing this for myself. This is actually an act of self-love. Yeah, completely, completely. And I felt like it was more a mix of life coaching also with therapy. And so it's funny that there's no stigma kind of around like life coaching because you're like, oh, I'm killing it. I'm, you know, getting better. But therapy has this little bit of like taboo-ness around it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I want to go back and touch on something you said because you said um, you're your moon and like kind of catering to that. So my moon being in Capricorn, that's something that you have to nourish every day. Um, What would that maybe look like for me? How to nourish your moon? Yeah. If you, if you feel like you're on top of your to-do list and you're very like structured and you have, you're in control of everything, then you will feel good and feel well. Like it, it's a very grounded and practical sign, like also very much connected to nature. So if you feel bad about yourself, just go out there in nature, hug a tree, go for a hiking mission. And you probably have noticed that you feel very, very good if you spend a lot of time in nature and you feel so connected to yourself. So it's about like all these little practices that you can do on a daily basis that will make you feel connected again to yourself. And that is what it is about, in my opinion. So like when you feel like you are working in your business and you, you're like efficient as well, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can work mm-hmm. long hours, but if you're not efficient, then it's also kind of draining, right? So I yeah. feel like the spoon in Capricorn is really a gift for like building your empire, building your legacy, you know, creating something that's so magical and powerful and really makes impact on this world. But only if you are able to use this in a healthy way. And that is what I mean with like balancing out the masculine with the feminine. So if you feel like you had a really long day, you feel it in your shoulders that you're like kind of like stressed and like, 
whew, it's been a lot, you know, you've been too much in your masculine, then I would say, just put on one song and just like dance in your living room. It doesn't have to be beautiful. It doesn't have to be sexy. It's just for yourself to just like drop back into your body and connect to your feminine essence. And you actually do have some feminine energy in you because your rising is cancer. I mean, if your birth time is correct, which I think it is. So your rising is different from your sun sign. Your sun sign is more like who you are in essence. Like this is your hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you came back into this lifetime to learn all about like what it is to be a Sagittarius, right? Mm-hmm. But your rising is like how other people um, see you, how they perceive you. And it's the master that you're wearing. So cancer energy is like, it's the divine mother of the zodiac. So you love mm-hmm. nurturing. You probably love like family. And if it's not your family, maybe like family, you know, like friends you choose to hang out with. That is like really your tribe. And then you cook together, you nurture one another for one another. And, you know, it's, it's really like this protective mama bear energy that you have inside you. Mm, that's so interesting. So that's how people perceive yeah. me, sort of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I actually had a, I had a, a conversation this week where I was like, gosh, you know, I feel like people, people often think I'm just like so nice or so wholesome. And that's, it kind of feels a little bit of that like mother energy that you were talking about, but it's not how I see myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm like, I'm going to be like spicy and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> like, like a little crazy. And I, I don't yeah. know. I was like that. Mm. I really battle against that kind of um like more motherly energy so it's 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 just super interesting to hear to hear um that yeah you definitely have both sides because like what people see from you when you show up for example on your social media when they first see you in person it's your cancer energy because that's your ascendant or your rising but also your aries energy which is your mc and mc has to do with your career it's like uh, what we want to be seen for, what we want to be admired for. And Aries is, again, mm. that like very masculine warrior energy. But mm. it's, it's a bit linked to Sagittarius in that way that it loves adventures and all of that. And your Mars is there as well. So what Mars is a planet of like what drives you, what motivates you in this lifetime. So these are like two um opposite energies that people perceive from you which is completely fine because if you think of it like we as human beings we are so complex we are so layered you know we're not just like one thing we don't have one identity it's constantly a flux and I love that it's ever-changing right yeah and I'm so attracted to in all ways things that are a little bit of a, a paradox or a juxtaposition in some sense where you're like oh I thought you were one way but I peel this back and you have all these layers to you so I actually love people like that mm-hmm. and I've always felt like don't like don't put me in a box because I'm not just this one thing mm. I never want to just be this one thing no. and I really struggle even with like branding my business or yeah. talking you know about what colors I want for my business or something because there's these two sides of this like yeah so just I feel that in me kind of this like duality um of both of those energies that's definitely your Sagittarius energy again like it's very multi-dimensional 
you're not supposed to be just one person doing one thing for the rest of your life. It's like, no, I'm this and I'm that. And I'm like doing all of it at the same time. And sometimes you feel like your energy is so scattered and you're just like, oh, I started all these new projects, but I'm not finishing. <laughs> and I don't know which one I should choose for or go for. So like my advice would always be like for a Sagittarius or a Gemini energy is like, just pick like two or three, maybe four things that really lights you up and that makes you so passionate and excited and just really go for that and all the mm -hmm. rest is I mean it can be there but it's not like your core um things that you pursue actively if that makes sense no that totally makes sense and I feel like I'm now in a season where I have refined those things a little bit um in my early like late teens early 20s which I think is a tumultuous time for every human but I was particularly like I went to school first for architecture and then I did graphic design and then I did interior design and then I did journalism and then I did international studies of the Middle East and then I tried to add on another major of more graphic design and so yeah it was a lot of yeah what am I doing and I love all these things <laughs> and and trying to narrow them felt very hard to me but yeah I'm grateful to be in a season of like more refinement and to understand that these are a few core things like I love acro and I love free diving and yeah. um, I love creativity and creating and photography. So it's kind of like just merging those. Mm. Yeah. Merging those and also allowing some like allowing some depth to come through and that it's still, it feels novel to me in like the depth that I'm going into those things versus just being like, scattered in so many directions um now I'm finding some like some deeper some depth in each of those yeah I love that that's so beautiful I would actually love to have a look uh at your purpose in this lifetime so for that yes for that I use the lunar nodes the north node and the south node I don't know if you have heard of those before or mm -hmm. no not at all okay exciting so yeah. I do want to ask you like what you think is your mission and all of that but um this is really like besides your work and like how you show up in this world it's, it's more like on a personal level what I'm going to share with you now so um for that I will look at the north node energy and this is really like what your purpose is in this lifetime like how you find your highest fulfillment you know this is your highest potential as well this is where your healing lies and your growth but you also feel some resistance especially like the first 30 years of your life you'll be more like spending time in your sound node energy because that is energy that you have mastered from past lifetimes if you believe in that um it's, it's a bit more karmic it's connected to like your shadows as well so the invitation is to actually let go of that south node behavior and really grow more towards the north node energy but like mm. i said it's kind of scary to go there you feel like oh i feel intrigued and like i want to know more about this but i'm also a bit like scared or feel resistance because you're just like i'm not sure if this is for me so yeah. i feel like astrology is such a beautiful tool for self-empowerment and for self-mastery because it really gives you more awareness right and from that awareness we can start making choices that are more in alignment with our unique blueprints so um, for that I'm going to look at the archetype and also the house so houses uh, these are life areas you know like where mm -hmm. an energy can manifest so for you you have your Pisces north nodes which means that your south node is in Virgo and this combination is all about like healing health but also service you know being of service mm -hmm. so as a Pisces north node you have actually spent many lifetimes focusing on the nitty-gritty details and on the material realm you know whereas like this uh time it's really 
your time to get more spiritual. So what you want to let go of, and now I'm going to look at like the shadow of the Virgo Sound energy, is like when you're controlling too much or worrying too much or obsessing mm. <laughs> or you're being just like overly critical of yourself and other people, you know, or you feel empty or constantly searching for a higher meaning, uh, filled with uncertainty or doubt or just have a lack of faith in the universe, you know. So if you feel like you're too much in a detail-oriented career, for example, and feel a lack of spirituality or connection to nature or to the divine, this is when you're slipping more into your sound node energy. Mm. So um, the invitation here is to go more towards spirituality, whatever that means for you. I would love to ask you that as well. Uh, but to really embrace your intuition more, you know, to work with that um that water energy maybe surround yourself by water you know living close by the ocean is so important <laughs> which you already do which is amazing but yeah really focusing on your connection with the divine whatever that means you know it doesn't have to be woo woo i don't like woo woo at all that's not what spirituality means to me for me it's actually very grounded and practical you know but i would love to ask for you like where are you on your journey of spirituality what does spirituality mean to you as well Mm, such a good question. Um, so I feel like I started stepping or becoming like more aware, more curious of spirituality, maybe in my mid twenties, um, a friend had this book on his shelf called the Celestine prophecy. And it's a, it's like an adventure novel. I don't know if you've read it, but it also has layered in these like insights and spiritual teachings and kind of that was my little doorway where I started being like oh this is interesting to me um and I really had quite an aversion to religion to saying the word god for example like I really had this like mm, mm -mm, no that's not that's not for me um I think for quite some time I wasn't raised in a religious household and I I think I almost sort of like strangely got this perception of religion being you know almost like a a negative thing or like a, a, a yeah I, I don't know it was it was it was not something that was really celebrated um in my household and so started becoming more curious about spirituality and about self-work and then really, really got more deeply curious about it in the last, let's say, four years to the point where now it feels like a language that I enjoy mm -hmm. speaking and enjoy being in. And that feels a lot more natural, a lot more comforting. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'd say I'm pretty, pretty deeply spiritual, really trusting in the universe, the intelligence of the universe to put things, challenges on my path to really help me evolve in the ways that I'm meant to evolve and to give me more gifts to share with, with the world. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I feel that. like there's so many, so many yes. ways. Yes. 
I love that you also mentioned because you're now uh, 33, right? Yes. You're turning 34 yes. this year. Mm-hmm. So what I also mentioned is like the first 30 years, which is the first part of your life, you're more like in your sound behavior. It's not like a bad thing. It's just like mm-hmm. something to be aware of. And you said like, yeah, four years ago, I actually felt this internal shift, you know, and that was your Saturn return. And that is exactly mm-hmm. what that uh, transit is about. So everyone goes through their Saturn return between age 28 and 30. And it's just like mm-hmm. the shift in consciousness. You know, it's also like a just a simulation in your purpose as well. You become more aware, more conscious. You're just like, okay, but who am I? What do I want? Which direction do I want to go to? You know, how can I create more, create more meaning and fulfillment in my life? You know, so I love it that you said that. And then I also want to ask you, like, what is it to you? What is the difference between religion and spirituality, in your opinion? Mm. Um, so I guess my journey with spirituality, it hasn't involved a lot of institutions. It hasn't involved a particular book or anything like there's not a maybe like a, uh, an agreed upon structure that I associate with um, religion or certain religions. Um, so that to me has been the biggest thing where there was no like path necessarily that I had to follow with it. There wasn't any communion necessarily that I had to take. It was more like a, a contract and a self-belief and a type of faith that was developed through my own conversations and experiences and interactions with the universe in a way that just felt more true to me I guess yeah Mm. yeah so that's that's been where it came where now I feel very comfortable with the term saying in God saying Mm -hmm. like some of these things that maybe have more um more connotations or more loaded meanings but I know I know what those words mean for me. I know what God means for me. I know what faith means for me. And so that is just my like connection to love. It's my belief that we're all connected and that there's just not the, this myth of separation between all of us and that I can hopefully at any time through the right awareness, plug into this deeper sorts of like energy and love and, profound uh, depth and gratitude that exists all around us in every moment and that I also have access to you know guidance and intuition that these things are here as tools for me to learn on my journey and that I'm not crazy (laughs) Um, and and that they are really you know these these deep maybe ancestral or whatever it is tools for us to to learn and deepen that listening to um, to ourselves and to the world around us. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I resonate with that. And I feel like it doesn't matter if you call it God or the universe or spirit or source, you know, like you said it as well. It's like all one, it's all interconnected. And I feel like what you described so beautifully is also like how I see spirituality uh, compared to religion. Like in religion, you're really going to honor someone who's outside of you, right? that is an institution or an God. And I find that a bit disempowering because in spirituality, I really honor the divine within me. I really see myself as a spiritual being who's connected to everything and everyone. And I am the creator of my own life. And I find that very empowering. You know, like everything is in my hands. I'm in control of that. 
um, at least I like what I want to manifest and all of that, you know, like we, like pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. And in those moments of suffering, I, those are actually like the biggest catalysts for me, for my personal growth journey and how much I felt connected to the divine within me and mm. spirituality and the universe. Does that resonate for you? Yeah, it, it, some of that resonates. And then there's actually a point where I almost feel quite opposite. And and that's, um, have you read a, a Return to Love? No. No? Okay. So it's, it's another book but um, that I really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But when you, you, were, you were mentioning something around how for you spirituality feels very empowering where you can um, have have some control over over certain aspects of your life and everything and not kind of assigning that outside of yourself I definitely feel that as well but I also I think what spirituality has really given me is like a deep trust that I don't have to have it all handled and that I don't have to know the answer all the time Mm. um and so it's it's not so much that I'm like expecting something else to come swoop in and fix all the things, but it's just that there's like a divine intelligence in that I like just have to trust in and, and understand understand that I might not know in that moment what's what's sort of like happening on my path and stuff. So yeah. growing up without any any um thing outside myself to sort of think about or rely on um, was a lot it almost felt like I had to control everything and and that was for me quite exhausting where now I feel like I have more of a balance between I really have very uh, so much clarity on what I can control and I can control my reactions and I can control how I show up in the world and those things, but there's this whole other aspect where that's just like a deep trust in like, mm-hmm. oh, this relationship that I wanted so much isn't working. Okay, like I have deep trust that that is how it's supposed to go or what anything. So yeah, mm, this is so great. This is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I resonate with all of you said as well. Uh, I think it's so beautiful, like that deep inner knowing of trust and surrender, right? This is exactly what your note note in Pisces is about. So I love it that you mentioned that, you know. And I think that's also like about consciously co-creating with the universe, you know, like setting your intention, getting clarity about what it is that you want. And then the next step is aligned action, you know, like taking actions that are in alignment with what you want, with what your intention is, what you desire the most. And then the third step for me is really just about surrendering and like leaving it up to the universe and just like having trust that whatever will come to fruition will come to you and it's meant to be. So, yeah, definitely. I'm also a big fan of that. Um yeah, super beautiful. Um, and then I'm also- only now just learning how to surrender. That's like okay <laughs> this year. That was like this year's lesson. This past oh, wow. this past year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think a lot of my energy was very masculine. Very like I can control this. I can do this. I can mm. like I'm gonna build this. Da, 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 da. And even I spend a lot of time around men and just other people that are building or maybe also in their masculine um energetically and it was actually a um what is it a 
a float tank. I don't know if you've ever been in one. It's like a sensory deprivation tank and lay in it. I randomly got invited to do one with one of my girlfriends this year. And I was like, I'm just going to lay there for a whole hour. Like, what? okay. And it was such a profound experience of surrendering. And I felt so held and so like, was just back in the womb kind of a feeling. And I also love water. That's like an element that I just love being in. And I felt so feminine for the first time in a really, really, really long time. Wow. And it felt really good. And I was like, whoa, I've, I've been cut off from this for so long in myself and in every aspect, like didn't have strong, like sisterhood, didn't have strong feminine energy in myself. And so now I've, this past year has been so much about like, consciously surrendering and letting go and mm-hmm. just being like oh. and it's so <laughs> it's so fun I like it I actually quite like it even though like, I resisted at first like, yes no, do you understand no, now what the note note is about yeah. what resistance that you feel like I kind of feel like I need to go there but I also don't want to like it's a waste of my time like why would I do that and then whilst you're doing it you're just like why am I not doing this more often this is actually amazing I'm like, this, this is so, so juicy and this is so expensive and I just love like being in this and moving in this and I feel I feel so much more I feel so much more that's, I think that's it and and for someone who always says like I want to be here and live this human experience so fully I was very much like putting myself in this tiny little cube and now it just it kind of like, oh, it just feels like I can move again and just be myself in a lot of ways. So yeah, mm. it's moving into North Node, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a beautiful confirmation that you're actually on the right path you've been doing this intuitively this is actually also what astrology is it's just a reflection of your intuition you know so yeah it's not like oh I'm being lazy suddenly or I'm I'm doing this it's like no this feels really right um yeah Yeah, it is productive like you said as well you know like the feeling you get from it afterwards you feel like you're just like full, you're wholesome again, because you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't keep going on your masculine and be like, oh, I need to make this happen. You know, yeah. you just can't. Well, and I, and I almost, I felt like I couldn't receive from a really full, rigid cup either. Like being in, for me, in this like space of surrender, and it allowed me to be in a space of receptivity. And I think yeah. that's a lot of what like the feminine energy is, yes. is like, receptive and things would just become magnetized to me and I wasn't Mm. like going so hard trying to get them and you know earn them it was more of like I'm just like I'm here and I'm being exactly who I am and expressing myself and then these things are just coming my way and wow this is so different for me you know it's beautiful I've also noticed this that I actually manifested the most when I was more operating from my feminine essence than my masculine 
It's mm. wild. Yeah. Like last month when I was having such an incredible day, like, cause you posted recently, like what be, would be like the most unforgettable day for you? And then I started yeah. thinking about like, what was it for me? So last month when I was seeing someone, it was just like a summer love, but it was a lot of fun. And we just like went out the whole Saturday out for adventures. Like we went on a hike in the morning. Then we went to the beach. We went for a surf and then we had sex on the beach. <laughs> we ate our favorite food. <laughs> Um, and then I was just like also like making a lot of money because our clients were like ordering like on a Saturday and I was just like this is so weird like I've been working hard and then and then now I'm just like in my feminine and enjoying and having sex and like being in nature and like being surrounded by so much abundance in nature and then just all everything comes towards me and I'm just like fuck this shit is so powerful I love it I love that. And yeah, it it was a huge realization for me that when I'm more in my masculine or like alpha energy or whatever you want to, you know, term that it was actually really hard for me to like be turned on or to be like turned on like sexually, but also be turned on just like life in general, because it's, I, I feel like I don't feel things as deeply. Whereas when I'm in my like feminine or omega energy, like I just feel everything and it's so much more alive for me in that moment. Um, and yeah, just things come like flowing in and it's, it's, it's been a space that I've really enjoyed like diving into a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a different place to operate from. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I love this. So then I also want to add one more thing because we've spoken about the archetype, which your North Nord falls in, but I also want to have a look at the house, which is a life area. So for you, your sound node is in second house and your North Nord is in the eighth house. So that means that this is really your journey of letting go as well. Mm. Yes, I love that we like already touched on it, but I was like, hey, this is actually also part of your purpose, not only the Pisces energy, but also the eighth house energy. And I'll I'll tell you why. So the the second house is very much focused on possessions and on money. You know, this is the area where you have spent a lot of energy and time. So like in the first part of your life, you were maybe like more focused on the material in the material realm so like uh, accumulating like wealth and money and possessions and and things Mm -hmm. you can own maybe also people or you know so um, this is also really an invitation for you to actually let go of that material plane a little bit more and also go towards spirituality and really go deep deep beneath Mm -hmm. the surface so anything that has to do with like taboos with death uh, transformation rebirth you know like sexuality tantra for example um, these are all topics that might interest you you know also understanding your psyche psychology you know you you don't like this is a really lifetime where you're not like doing anything superficial like you want to go deep and deeper and deeper and deeper that's what i want all the time i'm just like Yes. So you'll know when you're more in your sound note, when there's like a fear or an unwillingness to let go of money or people or things or jobs or just like all belief systems. Right. Mm. So letting go, this is your mantra. Like I'm just like letting go and surrendering and trusting. And yeah, I think that's so beautiful. It's really a journey into the unknown, you know, Mm. and it can be scary. It can be so fucking scary. scary. Yeah. Yeah, Like letting like oh my god my my life's work is to let go this could not be more could not be more me um yeah yeah, I felt like the first half of my life was definitely like 
build, 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 get, um, yeah, get, get material success, be, uh, you know, accumulate wealth, accumulate whatever it was like, um, degrees and just all those types of things. And then the last few years have really, yeah, they really tested me in a lot of ways of like, how many things can I let go of with grace and, it's been really hard. It's been really hard, but it's finally making that choice to let go of things, whether like both financially, um, in in partnership, and that was like a huge test for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, but just the amount that I've learned from those has been enormous, enormous. I love it. It's like such a big spiritual cleansing as well. You know, this is not a lifetime for security and safety for you. Like when you're operating more from your uh, sounded energy, which is a second house, and like life will become dull and like mm. boring and like there's not a lot of fulfillment. So like really mm. going towards that eight house energy. So now you know it is and like on a daily basis, you can start making choices that are in alignment with your North Node energy that you're like, no, this is not going to be my focus. I've been there. I know what like will bring me more fulfillment and joy and happiness and bliss. So mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. So more more surrender, more letting go. I it is, it has been really scary because I've always um, like I've always wanted certain things, like especially partnership. Like I've always deeply desired to be in like a committed partnership. And mm. It's a lesson I've only learned just recently, but there was this energy in me that I was like, I need that. I need that security. I need that confirmation. I need that chosenness from my person or whatever it was. And, you know, being 33 and watching everyone around me, like get married and have babies. And Mm -hmm. even if that's not what it is I want, it was just like, wow, all of these people have been able to find their person and their security. And I feel like I'm floating out here in the in the in, like you said in the unknown where my life is just so drastically different than any one of my friends that I know and um yeah it's been so much of kind of like you know every partnership that I've been in until now and being single now has been learning to let go and learning to be like oh okay, like this is another lesson in letting go. And, and so I just really deeply resonate with that. And I've only in this past partnership feel like I really became okay with that. Okay. With the idea of like not needing this thing so much um, and really finding that home in, in my own, in my own heart and surrendering to whatever this, this unknown journey looks like. And, Mm having excitement around that actually instead of so much fear and trying to cling to all these things that actually weren't in alignment um yeah but to just just to release them out yeah Mm, so much wisdom being shared there i love it yeah (laughs) so we've spoken about your mission or like your purpose from an astrological point of view but i also just want to ask intuitively like what comes up inside you when I ask you like what is your mission like why are you here like what do you want to do (sighs) 
it's funny you ask me this because I was, I've been thinking about this so much lately. Uh, I was just thinking about it this morning when I was, I get these like intuitive hits and I read out these little Instagram captions and things. Um, and part of that was around, I actually typed out my mission is, and I wrote a lot of different things. And I feel like I can't quite put a pin in it. I think what I wrote is my mission is to be exactly who I am. Um, but it just doesn't feel like a mission to me, you know? Um, I think when I, one of my gifts, which maybe is tied to my mission in some way, um, is I just love like inviting people in. I love when me being exactly who I am sparks something in someone else and makes it more alive for them. So maybe it's that through my just joy and excitement for free diving. I have so many people that are like, I was always so afraid of the water, but through watching you over the years learn to free dive, I actually like learned to swim and now I learned to dive and now I got my mom into diving and it becomes this whole part of their life journey as well. So that to me would never get old. Like that knowing that I could just purely through this thing that I love doing for myself and for no other reason has elevated someone else's life and invited them into a place that they didn't feel they could step into or they weren't sure about or that they felt some kind of contraction around. Um, that feels super exciting to me. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know what my mission is, but I think it's somewhere in this realm of things and I just need to figure out how to how to give it some context and how to give it a wrapper yeah, that makes to give sense. It a bun. Yeah. yeah 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 well how I see it is like I really view you as someone who's here to inspire and to empower and to uplift other people just by being you you know, just by embodying love and sharing your passion and what makes you feel excited, you know, that kind of in itself is already enough for other people to be like, wow, that's so beautiful. I also want this, you know. Yeah, that's how I feel into it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I definitely would want to do more of that. And then there's other things where um, I think my my mind just works differently than some other people's. And so I'm trying to figure out how I can be a better teacher or be a better person who can transmute some of those like life lessons that I've learned in my life uh, and how to pass that on to people in a way that mm. makes sense to them. Because I've always been a student. I love being a student. I'm like a little sponge, you know? Um, but there's a real calling that I feel to be um, to be a better teacher and to show up in that way and to finally want to guide other people, women, especially through some of the things that I've been through because it's one thing for my excitement to inspire them into, you know, into diving or into acro or into stepping into business or creativity, like that's super exciting, but there's also kind of that, the limiting beliefs or the shadow work and things mm. that I've gone through that are, I think, part of the full human experience and some of the most powerful, I guess, 
things that I feel like I've been able to share with people or connect with people about were those challenging moments, were those parts of myself that were really hard to to look at and to accept and sharing my heartbreak and the the fullness of that. Um, Mm. So yeah, that feels like another aspect of my mission that I want to to dive fully into. Beautiful. Is that also why you created this beautiful journal around personal growth and like with the journaling prompts? And can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, yes. So the journal is the single thing that I'm most proud to have brought to fruition in this world, uh, in this moment at least. It's called Notes to Self. And that actually, my whole journaling practice came about as as a life raft, honestly. It was, uh, I was going through a really bad breakup a few years ago. I was really not super sure where I was going in my business. It felt really uh, like a big growth moment for me. And I, yeah, I, I needed something to kind of hold on to. And so I've always been a writer, I love writing. And it just felt natural to me to start doing this practice where I was like, okay, this is gonna be a way that I express myself and, and channel some of like all these things that I'm feeling and thinking and I don't even know how to articulate and it was just such a space for me to be super raw and super honest and even like to say petty things to say whatever it was that I wanted to say that I didn't necessarily even want to put out to a friend or out to the world it was like my ultra ultra most honest, most inner self. And yeah, so I started journaling through that process. And then years and years later, it's just brought me so much, so much peace and so much clarity and so much understanding for how my own process works, how my own mind works and how unreliable my mind is at times too, where when I'm, when I'd be going through these hard times, I'm like, oh man, I'm feeling this I'm feeling so alone and I'm feeling and just seeing the stories I create and then being able to go back and reflect on that and be like whoa this is actually so not true you know I was projecting how I thought my partner felt when in reality it's that's not at all what he was thinking or I was so afraid of this business opportunity when in reality that's not what it was and Mm -hmm. so yeah really having that like check with myself I think allowed me to see myself more clearly and see my own mind more clearly from a little bit of this like objective place. And yeah, I think with anything I love, I, I, I'm such an open book online that I just share stuff that I love and I share my journaling practice and I was blown away. I didn't think people would care at all actually about, about this. And this is a few years I I think journaling's maybe become a little bit more mainstream now, but yeah, I just, I was really blown away by the questions people would ask and, you know, that it didn't feel as natural to them to just write, whereas it did for me. And so they're saying, what do you, what do you write about? And, you know, you, you seem like you've gotten so much from journaling. What's the best way to go about it? How can I do this? How can I implement this into my life? And so I started talking more about those things, about my morning routine, about a little bit what I write about. But at the end of the day, I started having to dream where I wanted to create a container, like a really 
an experience from start to finish and like a little mini journey. Um, so yeah, for about a year, I worked on this journal and created all the, the prompts and the illustrations and the questions and just, yeah, kind of brought in so many influences and quotes that I love, books that I've read um, to put it all in a little like manual, almost like a, mm-hmm. a, a Chelsea Chelsea manual of um, <laughs> things that I've learned and how to stay consistent and I just wanted a place for it all you know um, yeah. online it's it's a little hard to convey all of that so yeah the journal came out at the end of 2021 and mm-hmm. um, we're just going into reprint we're going to have another color available and We've updated some of the binding, but it's still, uh, it's fully compostable. There's no no plastic in it at all. It's all natural materials, completely recycled paper, um, natural linen cover. So yeah, just a lot of thought and a lot of heart went into it. I'm really, really proud of it. Mm, sounds so beautiful. Yeah, amazing. I really see it as a beautiful practice of coming back home to yourself, you know, like structuring your feelings and understanding your patterns and whatever comes up you know whatever is being present for you in that moment so you just like write it out no matter if it's a full sentence or it just doesn't make sense but just doing that uh, practice is just so powerful in itself so I'm a big fan of it um and then like my last question for you like what do you do to come back home to yourself besides journaling are there any other practices that you can recommend yeah um there's a few things that I personally do one is quite funny but it's available to everyone I I find it very grounding to clean my space and to have a clean home means so much to me me too that's a winning it's so so funny I was just like if there's like sand on the floor I freak out I can't do it um But it's funny and it's really made me realize how anything in your life, the most mundane details can be made sacred and can be made spiritual and can be made self-work, you know? And so I used to like, I was so messy in college. Like I was a disaster, absolute disaster. Um, But now I live alone and I love just the, the cleanliness, like, internally and externally and how much it really yeah it just really grounds me to have my space be in in a particular way and in order and so that's I'd say like that's my that's my step a like if I'm just feeling a little like oh I don't I feel a little bit funny right now. Um, I also have a, like I can't meditate or I can't start working when my place or my room is a mess. I'm just like, sorry guys, I can't. Then I just leave my house <laughs> or just clean everything up. Yeah, so I resonate with that. Yeah, that's one. And the other one that I've been doing in this like is 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 so funny that is really acro. It's something that gets me so in my body and so connected with that present moment and it's the place that I laugh the most which doesn't seem like you're like you're doing acrobatics why are you laughing um but there's just this joy in it for me where I feel so embodied and it just like makes me giggle a lot um so that's been something that 
Oh, man. Yeah, it really brings me a lot of joy just being in like a movement practice or having even a handstand practice or hand balancing practice. Um, for me, I love, yeah, I just love those types of things where I can really deeply connect with my body and all that it's capable of doing. Mm, okay, amazing. Oh, I love this conversation so much. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Chelsea. This was such a pleasure. I just want to ask you, like, where can people find you on social media? Where can we find your journal as well? Like, where can we purchase it? Thank you. Thank you. I need to get you a copy. I'll have to, I'll send one to Belgium. Yeah. So I want it to be in your hands. Yeah. No, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Um, if people want to find me, I am at Chelsea Kawai online. That's Chelsea and then K-A-U-A-I. Um, Chelsea-Kawai.com is my website where we have notes to self being sold and also um, just a lot of like tools around mindfulness around creativity um, we have some worksheets some exercises and um, podcasts things that I love in in those realms so just some really fun resources um, but those would be my my two main areas that I would that I, I reside at on the online interwebs <laughs> okay amazing thank you so much for being here no, thank you. You have such a gift with interpreting these things and especially to someone like me who is just finding this and just stepping into more of this space and seeking out more of these tools. It's it's such an honor and such a pleasure to like have you pull them apart for me in a way that totally makes sense and totally resonates. So thank you so much. Mm, it was such a pleasure. Thank you. I feel so seen. Yes. Mmm, it's conversations like these that make my heart so full of love. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really enjoyed having you and I hope this episode inspired you and expanded your consciousness and your heart. If you want to connect more deeply, you can come join me on Instagram at KatCaitlin. I would highly appreciate it if you rate and leave a review on the podcast. I would be most grateful. And as a little gift in return, I'll send you a mini reading regarding your purpose. All you have to do is slide into my DMs on Instagram and send me a screenshot of your review plus your birth date and email address. Let's raise a vibration together because when I rise, you rise and we rise together. I cannot wait to see you again in the next episodes. Until then, keep spreading your light and I'll see you soon.